Welcome, Welcome to Adventures in Roommating. Daddy Keith huh. has got his glasses on, which means he's going to read some emails. BBQ, bitch. It's a BBQ episode. BBQ. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Keith Batista. And we're a couple of friends. And, wow. Um, Beautiful. Should I sing all the intros from now on? Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a different version. Different, I'm getting a, I'm genre. getting a, I like to, do, I just like to do like a swingy little 1950s. Maybe did a swingy I'm one. getting we'll um, like a folksy one next. Nothing, nothing makes me nor- more nervous than Keith with multiple drinks next to my electronics. <laughs> it's fine. I'm just going to elevate my shit. <laughs> We're just going to, you know, just yeah, elevate. Uh, elevate. Um, um, I'm getting a facial today. I haven't had a facial. Yeah. Sorry, my mind went to a place. Yeah, I haven't had I a... saw it, girl. <laughs> well, someone tweeted at me and they were like, right I read this incorrectly. And I was like, <laughs> you did. Uh, I don't think I've had a facial since I was like... a like a teenager on a cruise ship. This isn't sounding any better as I read this. <laughs> but like, I haven't, I, I haven't gone to an esthetician, okay, uh-huh. uh, in my adulthood. And I hope that when I go, she looks at me and she says, oh my God, your skin is so perfect. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a facial. I don't, I don't think that's what will happen. I think what will happen is she'll try to sell me a lot of products that will yes, make my skin better. Absolutely. But I have too many products. She'll convince so you that you're beautiful, but you have room for improvement. It's already expensive as fuck. So all we're doing is getting the facial. pay money. Yeah. I'm going to go in and I think she's going to ask, like, what are your problems with your skin? And I'm going to say, I don't have any. I just wanted to continue feeling soft. That's it. How do we make it feel moisturized? I'm getting dermaplaning today, girl. It's where they take the scalpel, like a like a medical grade scalpel. Oh my god! And they literally what? just like take off layers of skin. Oh, it's like an exfoliation. It's the coolest fucking <sighs> thing. It's called dermaplaning. I'm always into that new shit that the kids are doing, like the microblading. You know, yeah. I was ahead of my time. Um, it's there's something in it. The ASMR of it is just really appealing to me. Let's see if I can pull it up, but it's taken a minute. So, what are you? What are you feeling? You're covering your stomach as I talk about scraping off. Oh, you're just a cold boy. You're just a cold boy. I was gonna. I was gonna dive like into this. the questions. So all the peach fuzz, those first so it's like few layers a really of skin. Fine shaving. Yeah. Whatever's so it's next, like, girl. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, girl. Next. It's like crazy exfoliation. I guess it's like the same as like getting a peel almost. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's what I'm getting today. My skin's okay. going to be Where are you cool. going? We have to say specifically um, where it's I It's a place in Woodland Hills. Oh, damn. You're going, you're going to the WH. And then I'm going to go. I might come home between that, but we'll see how I feel. Uh, what time I have because I have to edit a video Ooh, today. But then I'm going to go see Hustlers tonight. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I'm going to go out back steakhouse. I'm Excellent. going on a full oh, date. Oh, yeah. You're going to be out there anyway. Yeah, yeah, It's my yeah. date. Yeah, I'm going to be out in the Burbanks. So. Yeah, girl. I should take myself out. I want to go to like a museum maybe. Ooh, that'd be fun. But I have some stuff I got to do here. Yeah. Well, you can do, always do it another day. Yeah. Well, once I'm also unemployed, I'll have fun a lot em- of free time. Fun employed, girl. Um, take care of myself. Hell yeah. Take myself out on a date. Take yourself on a date. I haven't taken myself out on a date uh, in a long they say time. play is really important. I ain't never playing. I read something. I don't know how true this is, but like, you know, if you're trying to learn a task okay. or something or a skill. Okay. It'll take you like 4,000 tries before like it becomes whatever. Okay. But if you do it in a way in which it becomes play, you can learn within like 50 times. Ooh. Like that's fun. Significantly less, provided you're making it fun. Yeah. So. I'm into it. Should I start crocheting? I would (laughs) not be surprised that that's the next avenue for you, girl. You get your own little crocheting Twitch channel. I love just like popping up with an idea. Uh, Just, I want to be a grandma so bad, but without like grandchildren, I, this is my, this is what I do. That's not a a great trait, but it's hilarious is, uh, probably, but I love finding like little things that I'm like, Oh, this is the new thing. I'm obsessed with this. I want to do it. And then I get all the materials and then I do it once and I'm like, okay, I'm done. And then months <laughs> later when I'm like ruffling through things and I'm going through whatever I find it, I'm like, why the fuck did I get, why do I have a gel manicure machine? Like, why do I have <laughs> like a blackhead removal machine? Like, why do I have, I have so many random fucking things that I was just like, I'm going to do this for myself now. Yeah. And then I get them and I try it once and I'm like, okay, cool. Did it. It's all right. So just, just got a lot of interests. Yeah. If I were like indulge and see what, the, what, what the Midwest you. dad equivalent of me would have a garage full of like little things he tinkers with. Yeah. You know, like a lot of little little passion projects on the side. I don't know what's happening. Is the dog screaming? Is it the cat screaming? That Is it a child? Like a Is it a cat? Is it a baby? We don't know. 
Yes or maybe. I got nothing. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, I'm writing. I feel like the caffeine girl kicked I'm in writing, for you right now, girl. I feel like you're just going. I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing jingles, bitch. Take note. <laughs> I'm making it play. <laughs> okay. Goddamn. All right. For those of you who don't know, you can submit questions to us through our website, adventuresandroomating.com. Uh, there's a form on the site you can fill out. That's a good way to remain anonymous if you so wish. Or you can send us an email directly. Send it to, uh, I'm sorry, roommatepod at gmail.com. I have five cell phones sitting over here that I'm trying to sell. Five? Shit, girl. You going to get that new iPhone 11? I don't think I am. I think I'm going to wait. I think this is like, this is a tester for whatever's going to come next, and maybe I'll get the next one. I wasn't going to get a new phone, but I may have a you get the spider phone. situation in which I could maybe afford it coming up, so. Oh, fair. Yeah, true. Um, Maybe I will. Damn. Because I have the 8 Plus, and that's two years old at this point. True. I like to keep. I mean, I have the X, so I'm going to sell. I might just get the 10R, I'm gonna sell, yeah. I'm going to sell my 10. And then I'm gonna take a ten that I got from a brand deal that has less space on it. But I'm uh, trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to clear out my life. Why did you, why did you sell the one with the less space? No, I'm gonna sell the one with more space. Why? I don't why know because that one, one that one's a year space. newer. Oh, okay, all right. It's like a brand new phone as opposed to the one that I drop Ooh. all the time. And I uh, get my phone replaced actually. I mean, I love having all this space, but uh, what? yeah, that's definitely our okay. Air oh, that's not good. <laughs> Is our air conditioner at the end of its life? I'm just waiting for the it summer where we go turn it on and it's like, no. Yeah. And then we have to go to the landlord and say, look. <laughs> we got to go to the landlord for a few things. Yeah. What do we got to go to the landlord for? I don't know. The, the, the cracked paint in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Um, my room has had stuff I've emailed them about that hasn't been yeah. looked at yet. I would also say that the bathtub, the, the handles, I got to push them real fucking mm. tight. So I'm sure that those need to be adjusted. Yeah. I just get so nervous to remind them that we live here because I feel like they're just going to raise the rent. <laughs> Clearly, we have rent protection. Well, I think they can only go up so much. Right. So yeah. they're, they're going up every November a little bit. A little bit, but still bit. not much. But still not much. Since we started unless they sell seven it, years ago. Unless they sell this shit, and then they can probably just start all over again. Yeah, I mean, Who knows? you never know, girl. I don't know, girl. You got to be prepared for... Uh... Be prepared. I think we'll be okay. We're not on wood you say it. Knock on be all okay. the wood. <laughs> knock on every... every knock on a laminate, too. It's almost wood. All right, first question. Margo's pissed. She's all right. What the, look at her, girl. She looks crazy. Look at her eyes. Margo. Margo. Oh, my God. A little medicated jelly belly over there. Subject is anxiety, dating, and labels. Oh, my. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Hello, Mama Tanja's Daddy Keith and the beautiful goddess that is Baby Margo. Oh, yes. You can say my name that I provided, a nickname of sorts. (laughs) Just give us the fucking name. (laughs) I'm a 23-year-old female Capricorn. We're in this together, Keith. Oh, God. Exhausting. I'll get straight to the point since I have the tendency to babble. I have been seeing this guy for 2.5 months now. Oh, it's a Capricorn. Definitely a Capricorn, girl. <laughs> 2.56 months. I've been, I've been months. seeing them for <laughs> 2.36 months, but I would say that at least 0.4 of those months, I was not super into it. I look back at my Google and my Excel spreadsheet, and I find that my happiness rating was higher during these months. <laughs> We're not fucking robots, right? We just... Oh. Approach things robotically. <laughs> You're just robot adjacent. We just need it organized. Yeah, well, uh, we know. I've been seeing this guy for 2.5 months now. We met on a <laughs> dating app, and things have been going well okay. so far. Okay. It's two and a half dot, months. Dot, dot, dot. I think. Oh, fuck. He's 27 and a Sagittarius. <laughs> I made it clear oh, on Sagittarius our first... Sagittarius men are trash. I made it clear on our first date that I am a virgin slash never been in a relationship before. Okay. We'll call him Roger. Uh, we have gotten closer. We, we have gotten closer sexually, but have not had intercourse yet. Okay. Recently, it got close to that point, and okay. I said I wasn't ready. Okay. Now I am starting to worry. Oh God. Why are you worried? Why are you creating problems? I suffer from anxiety. Okay, and that's, why. We, and so <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. You were like, answer. hold on, my threshold is not at what it needs to be. I need to really uh, like hyper. She's just anxious. Hyper. I get it. Uh, I suffer from anxiety, and yeah. since we got together, I've constantly been worried that what we have will come to a sudden end. Well, that's life. Oh, that's anxiety. You're worrying about that's the future. Life. You can't control the future. If actually, if anything, you might speed up the future you see by focusing on it too much. Similar to Megan, Uh-oh. I have a childhood trauma that causes me to prepare to be abandoned and yes. run through constant situations in my head about uh. conversations Roger and I 
have, I how I would react, et cetera, basically. I feel you. You're trying you're trying to write out the script you're so that you're not caught off guard. The because you don't want to feel caught off guard. I get you don't it. Want to be caught off guard. I get and it. That's something I worry about too. Yeah. And that's something I'm learning is like I just have to live in the now. Gotta let it go. And get comfortable with the fact that shit might change. Do you like this person? Do you want them to touch you naked at some point, maybe? Chances are this is going to end. Oh, yeah. Just going to be real honest with you. But it, might be, but it might be like six months and you have the best sex ever. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't live in the now and enjoy what is good right now. Yeah. Or it might be three or four months and you never have sex, but you're more prepared for the next person and you feel like you got to experience some things. Basically, I'm concerned because we haven't done it yet and mm -hmm. that he may be losing interest. I am also awkward in regards to voicing what I want sexually, and then he backs down with his advances, which makes me feel rejected. Oh, wow. Okay. Whew. Ooh, girl. There's a lot going on. Oh, God damn. That's just making me anxious. Like, you haven't even fucked him yet. <laughs> You're already like, I can't say what I want, and then when he asks questions... It's like, I want to say what I want, but I can't say it, and then okay. when I don't say it, he backs down, and it makes me feel rejected. So it's like... Okay. Well, what, okay. He's not rejecting you. What do you, in this scenario, what do you want him to do? What do you, th what do you think should be happening? I think, I think she wants to have sex. I think she just, well, let's finish it. Okay. Uh, Roger has been very understanding and open in regards to okay. all of my first experiences thus far and okay. does not seem to have an issue giving me feedback. Okay. If you know what I mean. Oh. Um, he has had a lot of experience with casual flings, open mm -hmm. relationships in his past, which I made clear from the beginning I wasn't ready for. Okay. But now three months down the line, he <sighs> still won't put a label on what we are. Uh, we haven't met friends, etc. Mm -hmm. His most recent relationship was one year and his most recent relationship oh, God, was doing, one year. Doing the breakdown, the Capricorn breakdown. And ended because she left him. This made me think I <sighs> may have been a rebound. Oh, God. Oh, God, you're so in your head, and I know what that feels you, like. Uh, you've created an entire... This is a person that you like who's being very patient, is open to you having your firsts, and you're like, wait, why is he not taking charge even though I'm not telling him what to do, and then why is he not telling his friends that we're in a relationship even though we're kind of just in the beginning phases of like seeing each other? You are putting a lot of pressure on this, and I, and I, and I, think, I think part of it is you're so scared to get hurt that you are like looking at every possible red flag that hasn't even shown, and you're like, "See, it's gonna be fucked up. It's gonna end. I'm gonna get hurt." So Which that when exhausting. inevitably, yeah, it's so tiring. That is so exhausting. He's probably just getting to know you and enjoying the process, and and you know, and then you're not saying anything, but you're being in your head about it. Uh, she ends with, "Am I overreacting about all yes. this? Should I ask him what we are? Should I even expect commitment this early on? Basically, what should I do? Much love, a little anxious, a little Capricorn. Oh, a little BB. anxious. Oh God, your little heart just going a million miles um, a minute. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, look, obviously, <laughs> this is easier said than done. done. But you just gotta chill out. Like, yeah. I think you are putting a lot of pressure on yourself." And maybe this is a societal pressure because this mm -hmm. is like you're a virgin. And so there's oh. a lot of pressure on your first time. Let it go. And I can assure you that sex, while great. It's not special enough not to be held. It's not the biggest fucking thing it, in the world. We, and it's not going to, uh, you know, it's, it's really a, a more advanced, emotionally charged massage. Really. Like, that's so what it scared, is. We're so scared. Especially women. We're so scared. We're taught to, like, be terrified of who you give your virginity to. Yeah. You better give it to the right person. You better give it. You better. It? Yeah, it is Shit. a patriarchy. You better give it to someone that really, like, respects you enough to want to be with you for the rest of your life. Look, here's a, here's the thought. What if you just. Chances are it's going to be bad the first time. What if time. you just decided. And that's okay. What if you just decided to do what you want to do with the person you want to do it at the pace that it happens, and you didn't go into it being like, okay, but I can only do it if it's perfect like this. It's not going to be perfect It's never like going to be perfect. And, and also, you don't... You might be a rebound. I mean, I, you I, might not be. You might not be. You're, you can't automatically be like, well, I'm the person that came after the last relationship, so it's never going to work. That's not true. Shit, now I'm realizing... What are you realizing? Just how... You know, in my my most recent relationship, you know, I was very much concerned about checking in with her and like having mm -hmm. a conversation about where the state of the relationship is. And I always thought that was, and I still think it is a very mature and, and smart thing to do. Mm -hmm. But also, it must have been also an element of trying to prevent. It is. Uh, 
I just need to know all the information Problems. so that right. I can get. Okay. Ooh, we had a little accident. So we had a little accident. There might be a bit of a jump there. Yeah. But we were talking about, uh, I think the last thing we were talking about was trying to get all the information to control it. Then I, I pro- you know what probably got cut off? Me complimenting you about how smart you were, which is oh, what yeah, I. Oh, thank you, Beavis. I pray. There was a compliment. Why that you were you guys complimenting my intelligence? I was just saying that, like, I don't remember. It's gone now. You were so saying something you about how, like, you understand that oh. your brain is. It's made up of chemicals. Yeah, we can get all the answers and all the right ways to all the questions we have. And tomorrow, something could switch in someone's brain, flip, something connects in some kind of way about their past, about what they want, about something that they see, some kind of stimulus. And it could shift the direction of how they're seeing something. It's like we can barely control our own triggers and our own... um, realizations about who we are. We definitely can't control anyone else's. So I was just saying that I think that you need to have a conversation and sit down and not come into it with just like, okay, here's everything. Like, are you freaked out? I think you just need to go in and be like, I just want to check in. How are you feeling? How are you feeling about like what's been happening with us? You know, like what's killing? Do you you want more to happen? Not, Voicing yeah. her concerns yeah. or feeling guilty about having these concerns yeah. and thus the cycle continues. But then projecting yeah. on that it must be him that's not super into it. Has he actually said or done anything that shows that he's not super into it? I think the only way you're going to get an answer is if you ask a question and then you got to trust that that's the best answer you're going to get and kind of just be open with this person that you like about, you know, I'm thinking about whatever direction you want to move in you just have to know if you're the kind of person right now that's like, I need for us to be in a relationship before we have sex or before I move to the next level. I need what, whatever it is that you need or you think you need, you need to be able to evaluate that for yourself and decide if it's for this relationship or if that's just something that's been passed down to you. You were saying that Bill Hader oh, about anxiety. released the thing about anxiety. Yeah, I mean, clearly, yeah, this person, she openly admits that she suffers from anxiety. and yeah. You know, anxiety. All anxiety is is what is it? It's worrying about the future mm-hmm. and not and not be, and not being able to control it. And yeah. It's also sort of regretting and reliving the past mm-hmm. and you're wishing s- things went differently. Yeah, you're stuck in this like what you wish you would have said and done. And right. And so, what I'm I'm struggling with this too. But like, you know, you even right here, I've been constantly worried that what we have will come to a sudden end. Yeah. 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 It might, that it, might it had, probably, that might happen. Probably will happen. And I think. But it might not the be solution, now. The solution is, I'm sorry, the solution is not getting an answer to that question as soon as possible mm-hmm. so that you can prevent the sudden end. Mm-hmm. It's more about focusing on how you're going to handle it suddenly ending, mm-hmm. if and when it does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, and that's, again, something I feel like I used to be mm-hmm. until my ex. The regret shouldn't be in it ending like that's the regret. The regret should be in not doing exactly what you wanted with the person you wanted to do it while you were there. For all of the sounds, this sounds like you guys are relatively into each other. Yeah. I think if you want to have sex, you should have sex. Yeah. And if he's just using you as a rebound, I don't know if you should look at it necessarily like that, but that could be the case. But yeah. also, I mean, but also aren't you kind of it's not Why like he's, we even worry about that? It's not like he's just shown up to like just have sex with you and disappear. You guys haven't even had sex yet fully. So it's like... Yeah, maybe, it doesn't seem like he's at all pressuring maybe, you. He's sticking around for three months. Here's a concept. Maybe this idea of rebound, which is like, I just got to fuck someone so I can move on to the person I'm supposed to be with, should be more of maybe I'm in a healing space after my last relationship and I'm learning how to be intimate with someone again. It doesn't necessarily mean that, like, you're not the person that this intimacy is going to transition into another relationship. It's just that, like, both of you are kind of... I mean, this is probably good for him, too. He's taking time. It doesn't seem like he's pressuring her. No. But I think she thinks that... He wants more. He wants more. And he might. He might, but you're not going to know until you talk to him. And you're not going to know until you talk to him. He could legitimately say, yeah, no, I want to sleep with you, but also I respect you and I want to do it at your pace because I know you haven't done it yet. Right. Not every person that's like in their late twenties, early thirties that's had relationships and flings is coming into like I have to fuck or it's not a real thing. Like right. there's so many layers and levels of sexuality and experience. And this is something I'm learning is like you don't have to immediately just go through the motions of like, well, this is what they expect, so this is what I have to do. Like you can just make out. 
you can just touch each other and hang out, enjoy whatever. Um, but this, this is why you should have a conversation because you could actually find out like, does he want to move forward? How does he want to move forward? How do you want to move forward? Have this actual open conversation. What does that look like? And you might get answers to questions that you have without it necessarily being this like, okay, I need to know now or we're done. It can really just be like an open, safe space for the two of you to talk about what you're looking for, what you want, what you could have together. Um, but also it's two and a half months. Like, you know, don't put so much pressure on it. Like, the end of the world if I mean I get the sense that she really likes this guy and she doesn't she has this sense of like oh I don't want to disappoint him yeah so therefore I have to hurry myself up to get to the point where I'm comfortable having yeah uh, having sex yeah which isn't the case if you're not comfortable then don't don't worry about it and if he breaks up with you because you're not moving fast enough for him then good yeah then Then that's not the man that's not the guy for you thank you yeah exactly like don't be afraid of the rejection that will save you if it comes. Like, if anything, you know what I would do, too, is if you're like, I can't, I feel like I'm not telling him what I want, and then he's not getting confirmation from me, so he's kind of backing down, and then I feel rejected, right? That's what you basically said. I would be like, look, I am still getting comfortable with what we're doing, and I find that I'm not... I'm not giving you as much direction because I've never been in this position before where I have to tell someone this could be like, this seems like a possibly very supportive person Mm -hmm. who would be like, you know what, let's do whatever sexual, you know, that's not quite us sleeping together. And like, I'm just going to take care of you. And like, I just want you to tell me like, do you like this? What do you want from the, it's like just uh, focus on you to give you space to feel comfortable saying yes, more of this, less of this Mm -hmm. over here where there's no end game, it's just giving, it's like an exercise in you being able to say what you want more of. Um, and this might be, a, this is a person that you could play with, you know? Like there can be, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. It really, we can be in spaces with people and like them. It doesn't always have to be this, like we're hurtling towards heartbreak in the end of it. It can just be like, okay, maybe this is a person I get really comfortable and I learn this lesson from and I either end up sleeping with him or I don't. But could be a friend, could be a boyfriend, could be whatever. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the biggest piece of advice I can give, and it's something I'm actively working on now, yeah, is that feels you can't control the future. No. And no amount of worry um, is going to change the future, mm-hmm. you know? So that's something I'm actively working on where it's like I'm scared about mm-hmm. certain things that are coming up in my life, but it's like... I just got to be present in the now. And like right mm-hmm. now I'm in an air conditioned room with my roommate of seven years. We're doing a podcast Almost that we love doing. Friend. He felt best friend of the tip um, of his tongue. I was going to say a roommate that I love, but I oh, decided okay. not to well, go that far. That's fine. Wow. Um, okay. And I'm grateful to have like this apartment and, and to have a, a full day ahead of me still where I can do some work, you know, like I'm just trying to like a be, puppy that's alive still, you know, I'll, like I said in my previous episode, I'm quitting my job. I'm taking a huge trip. I don't even know where I'm going to be in a few months in terms of my career, yeah, a you know, Capricorn nightmare. And it's a Capricorn nightmare, <laughs> but it's something that, um, and, and it's not like I just did it on a whim. I had a plan, mm-hmm. you know, I saved, I made sure I saved up enough money where I'll, I'll be okay for at least a few months. Mm-hmm. I'll still be able to go to therapy. I can't recommend therapy enough. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this, but basically what I'm learning and, and really like being conscious of is, is that worrying of the future. Mm. And how much that dictates dictates my current state of my mental health and how bad it is to be worrying like that all the time. You're living in a future that you don't even like because I you're like terrified well, of it. Yeah, just it's it's a control thing. I think it's a mm-hmm. how I was raised in some respects. So in control. The, the really biggest comes thing I could say is learning to I would highly recommend meditation. Yeah. The Headspace app has a great course specifically built on anxiety and, and there's mm-hmm. some some techniques to help you manage it and be more um, in order to change your relationship with it I mean look I'm also a big list maker and stuff like that and I have on occasion I don't know if this is good advice or not but sometimes if I'm really anxious about a conversation I'm going to have I'll like practice kind of like what I want to say just so I feel more comfortable saying it write maybe, a letter. I'll, maybe I'll even write it out yeah like yeah, write yeah. a letter and don't send it but like you have to go in and ask yourself, like, okay, what is the point of what I want to say? What do I want out of this conversation? What do I want to know by the end of it? 
And where's the gray area for me? Like, is it okay if he, if I ask him like, what are we? And he's like, I don't really know, but I like you. Mm -hmm. Or is that devastating to you? And then why Mm -hmm. is it devastating to you? So I think it's just like giving up a little bit of that control because control really comes when we're trying to control things, at least in my experience, it's because we're so afraid of something. Mm-hmm. We're terrified of feeling Fear. rejected, mm-hmm. of being hurt, of not being good enough, of doing it in the wrong way. And what you're going to realize is that like, there is no right way to do your life. And <sighs> there's, there's so many. It's hard to take in. I know. I know. We've been taught that like, you have to go on this certain path. And like, if you fuck this up, you only have one first time. You only have one. You don't only have one first time. I know that virginity is like this whole thing, but you're going to have a first time with every person you're in love with. You're going to have a series of first times. And it's always going to, even if you're in the same relationship, five years later, you guys, you know, spice it up in some kind of way or do something different. It's going to change. So I think it's just giving up some of this control, understanding that the universe, what's happening in it. Everything is for you. Everything is a lesson. Everything is an opportunity. And you can't go under or over possible heartbreak. You have to go through it. It's the only way that you learn. It's the only way that you figure out how to bounce back. And it's the only way that you realize that at the end of the day, not getting the thing that you want, not doing the thing the right way, having your heart broken is not the absolute end of the world. And the only way that you can prove that to yourself is by living it. So you can't stop yourself. You can't put yourself in stasis and just freeze yourself in time so that you can only hit the perfect great moments. It's not how it works. Mm -hmm. So I think just giving into that. And then also the work that you should be doing really is on yourself so that you trust yourself enough to know that even if I don't have all of the answers for how I'm going to respond in every possible situation, I just talked about this in a video I'm, I'm filming for BetterHelp. Got to be okay with making mistakes, too. You have to be okay with making mistakes. But sometimes, like, you know, I uh, I talk about this in my video, but, like, I um, jump to, like, what I will respond and what I would say in this situation. And then I go through the whole emotional whatever of experiencing something that, that doesn't even happen. Mm-hmm. But I was prepared for something that never even happened. It takes an emotional toll. But in the same amount of time that it took me to get from A to B, which is, like, seconds, minutes, whatever, because I took a breath and I figured it out, I still have that capacity when it actually or if it actually happens. It's a trusting that like who I am is going to be able to figure out the answer. If I just give myself a fucking beat and take like take a second and figure it out, me fi- pre-figuring it out. I think there's also an element of, you um, know, and I'll end with with this is that she's probably really scared of disappointing yeah. him. And yeah. uh, a quote I've said before, and I'll say it again, is that people can be disappointed in you and still love you. Yeah. And what I mean by that, you may not be in love with him yet, but still, he could feel like, oh, I wish we could have sex, but it's okay and I'll respect it. Yeah. And I still like her and I still want to be with her. Yeah. You know, like both, those both can be true. Yes. You know what I mean? So you don't have to think, oh, just because he's disappointed, he hates you and no. doesn't want like you anymore. It's not you know? a disappointment in you even. It's a, it's a, oh, this is a different scenario than I've been in. This right. is, a, I'm learning here. This is me learning patience. This is me learning what something looks like when it's not mm-hmm. the way that I've, it's not all bad. Like you do things in your time, but also don't get to a point where you're like, I, I'm so scared of, of being rejected or not having the answer or not going right, that I'm going to project onto him that he must be disappointed and he must be this. And he's not even telling his friends that we're together so that inevitably when it ends, you can go and say, well, see, he wasn't even ready. I was a rebound. Now you created a whole fucking narrative about someone that really was there hooking up with you and being sweet with you. And you were so scared of being hurt that you just made him the enemy, you know? And, and they pick up on that. And they pick up on that. partner picks up on, maybe not overtly, but like, over time, they're going to, I feel like that's what happened with me too, where, you know, the fact that I was depressed in certain regards and mm-hmm. like not moving on from certain things in yeah. my life, you know, like. It's hard. Everyone's it, already dealing with their own, yeah. their own mental health and their own stability. And like, and then you, when you love someone, you empathize with them and you want to help and you want to, sometimes you want to save and then you start freaking out because you're like, fuck, I'm trying to save someone. I've already done this. Oh my God. There's so many elements to it. Yeah. But I think that the, yeah. the yeah. only yeah. way yeah. that you can learn this yep, yep, is yep. by going through it, having 
putting yourself in positions where you can have this conversation with him and not be totally terrified. Or if you are terrified, start off and be like, okay, look, I'm really nervous to say, to have this conversation because I've never had this before. So like he's kind of being a guide to you through these other experiences, just trust him that he also might show up for you. Yeah. You know, it might it not could work out. It could work out just as much as you're afraid of it not working out. It, it might not work, work out. out in the way that you want it to work out or you think it should work out. Mm-hmm. But the way it works out might be exactly what it's supposed to be. So just, you know, listen. Good luck. Grown up pants time. Got to ask questions, have conversations we're uncomfortable with, but also don't put so much pressure on it. Okay. Next question. Next question. Uh, subject is my brother is an adult baby. Oh, well. Question mark. All right. Hello, Queen Mama Megan. Keith, that needs a crew. (laughs) (laughs) And the most bitch-ass sweet baby little Margo. Oh, the baby. I emailed a couple of years ago about my gender issues. Okay. Can't find that episode, but I'm happy to say I've grown into myself as a lovely lady. Okay. Uh, My name is Sage. Say it out loud and say it proud. (laughs) Okay. Jesus Christ. Hey, Sage. Give me permission before. (laughs) Just don't write things that you don't want us to say. How about that? All right. Signs. You ready for the signs? Okay, God. Oh, we've got multiple people. Oh, we got a cast of characters, girl. Jesus Christ. Uh, guys, I'm not a fucking astrologer. You can't, I can't, I'm like... starving. Okay. Signs. Me. Taurus. So you love to stay in things that aren't for you. Go. It's a Taurus sun? Sorry. It's a Taurus rising. Oh. I'm not sure because it's a little confusing because it says me, Taurus. Then it says rising Virgo. Okay, then a moon Libra. Oh, wow. And then we have grandma, who's an Aquarius, and a brother, who's a Taurus. A lot of stubborn, a lot of uh, emotionally disconnected. Okay. We haven't even gotten to the question yet. Here we go. Let me start off by explaining my family situation. I'm a 17-year-old girl, and I live with my grandmother and brother, Sam. Uh, My brother is technically my half-brother, so we both have different dads who were in and out of our early lives. Okay. My dad cared for Sam more than Sam's own dad, though. Uh, Our mom hasn't been in the picture for a while, again, in and out of prison. Okay. Sam and I live live with our grandma who's technically not at all related to Sam, but she's been taking care of us for over a decade now. Okay. Ooh, so, complicated. So who knows the level of resentment or fear or abandonment that both of these siblings are having? Okay. Let's get into the issue now. Also and, teenagers. And by the way, I do go to therapy, but Sam and Graham don't. Okay. <laughs> Graham and I have coddled Sam too much. Uh, now I have a bossy... <laughs> coddled Sam. You're 17 years old. You don't have the ability to coddle anybody. <laughs> Now I have a bossy mother demeanor, even though I'm younger than my brother. Oh, yeah. It's gotten pretty bad to the point where we have to remind him too much that he needs to do things like brush his teeth, change his sheets, and not leave moldy food in his room. He's a teenage boy, right? Well, she's 17 and he's older than her, so I imagine Eh. could be 18, 19, 20, 21. Spoiled, spoiled men. Um, Spoiled person who wasn't raised... It seems like yeah, in the best of ways. It probably, it probably would not without knows? for good reasons. Who obviously. knows? Also, I know people that literally until their thirties are a fucking mess when it comes to their rooms and their hygiene, and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, now I snapped in. Uh, okay. where was I? But that that Virgo is really coming out in your personality. We tell him, you know, we're trying to do this, and it's supposed to be done in this way. Uh, it's hard to trust him because he was going to technical college last year, okay. then dropped out. Okay. And none of us found out until later. Okay. Well, if he uh, would have told you, what would that reaction have been? No one was mad at him for the choice of not going to school, okay. but rightfully upset at him keeping it to he himself it. and lying to us, driving 30 minutes away almost every day to keep up with the lie. Yeah, but someone does that when they feel really fucking ashamed of what happened and they're trying mm-hmm. not to disappoint someone. So... Uh, what really sucks is he can be like this now, playing video games all night, only mm. working a part-time job, not going to school, no career plan, living at home with only getting bitched at once in a while. Okay. It is a sweet gig he's got going on, I though. resent him. Yeah, there's a resentment for sure. Doing bare minimum work, free wow. rent, his car paid for, the car was given to him, okay. and being able to sit on his ass all day. Okay. However, Hey, girl, you're not his mom. I know that I, before we go on, the, you just you need to you need to think about this. I know that you've been put in a position of having to be that role for him because both of you have kind of had to. You didn't have you had your grandma taking care of you, obviously, but there's kind of been a flux of adults in and out of your life, and like you you decided to fill this fill this role, right? It's Taurus and that fucking Virgo and you bitch. Um, 
But at the end of the day, you're resenting him in a way as a sibling and as a mom right now of like, he has all these things. Why can't he get together? He has no plans. Baby girl, what are we doing in our life? (laughs) What are we doing? Are you planning? Are we we going to work? Are we planning for college in the next phase? Because that's all you can control. We still got another. I bet we do. Get to go. I'm sure we do. However, my gram holds me yes. to a much higher expectation because when I do as much as I can, it's okay. never really enough. Uh, Welcome to patriarchal. Yeah. I mean, your grandma's old, you know, I imagine. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's probably She's part of it. She's letting the boy, you know. It's probably part of it. She's around. spoiling the, yeah, that, that might be part of it. Um, I'm saying, I mean, you were even saying that about your brother. Yeah. How like he was like able to. Oh, yeah. Fuck around and Welcome. you, you I was going to say, I've had this experience yeah. where you're looking at one sibling and you're like, what the fuck? Like, why am I held to a different standard? I mean... I worked a grueling 11 and a half hour factory job okay. for about a month this summer. Okay. By the end of it, I handed her $500 for the car I'm saving up for and some extra for the school year. Okay. She looks at me like she's pissed and asks me if that's all I've saved. Sam also had bad grades his entire high school career. But Graham seemed to get on my ass way more about it. Mm-hmm. I will say her daughters, my aunts, were valid of dictor- valid. <laughs> I don't know. I think she missed. Could her. there also be an element of, and I, you know, listen, I don't know if this is how your grandma thinks, but your brother isn't related to her. Like maybe she views you more as like, well, this is, I obviously I'm responsible for them both, but this is the child that I really have to push. Could be. You know? Um, but basically to she's saying... To not be like her mother. Like, that could be it, too. You also forget that the situation you have with your mom being in prison or drugs or whatever, your grandma had a child that did that. And so now is probably terrified of that happening again. True. Uh, I will say that her daughters, my aunts, were valed- valedictorian Ivy League women. Okay. So it's a While lot my pressure. dad skipped school, smoked pot, and made me at age 22. Yeah. Yeah, so it's clearly she values... Oh, okay, so it's not her daughter then. Uh, my aunts tell me she babied my dad like she's doing to Sam now. Oh, yeah, now. she's probably reliving that entire experience. Whenever I mention to her, she writes it off, says she doesn't want to hear it. Why is her dad not in the picture? So the dad was spoiled and then like had kids drop them off and then is like in and out? Uh, she mentioned it earlier. Like, that's your grandma's uh, kid, right? So why is he just... My brother's technically my half-brother. We both have a different dad. Who were in and out of our okay. early lives. Okay. My dad, so the writer's dad, cared for Sam more than Sam's own dad. Yeah, but not enough to take care of both of you. Our mom hasn't been in the picture. Yeah, so it's, I don't know, I'm not sure, exactly sure where the dad yeah, is. Yeah, I got questions about where your dad is. But it does seem like the grandma's letting... I mean, I would almost be like, Grandma, don't you see how dad turned out by treating him the way you're treating well, Sam yeah, I now? I don't know if grandma's ready for that conversation, I mean, but you could, I mean, you could throw it in there. You, you might get See slapped. what happens. Uh, Shit, I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> brace uh, up. <laughs> my aunt tell me she baby my dad the same way. Uh, now I understand not everyone needs to be shoved out of the nest as soon as they graduate, but Sam's yeah. barely made a step this year. Sorry if everything's chaotically ordered. Please bless me with the advice that you have. Sorry, I also forgot to mention he did take my money for gas. Oh, Okay. Uh, well, this is complicated. This is complicated. I, why are you giving your grandma money for a car that you're saving up for? Why don't you just save it? Your seventeen. Oh, she's seventeen, so it's probably been put yeah. in a bank account of some kind. I'm pretty sure she's just holding it on for, to it for her. Yeah. Um, okay. So okay. When it comes to your grandma being like, you know, that's all you saved and saying snippy things. First of all, let's. Look, when I was 17, everything my mom said fucking annoyed the shit out of me, okay? It's just everything was a fucking attack. It felt like it. In those moments, you just have to be very stoic. That's all I saved. Not, I'm not going to go, you know, I'm going to go back and forth about it. That's all I saved. I, I, there's this desire to point out, well, look at all the fucked up things that he's doing. And I wish that that went, I wish that that perspective worked more with adults than it, I think it does sometimes when you're a teenager, because I feel like I pointed that out to my mom, too. And then it was like, then I'm getting a list of all the things she does for me. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, well, that backfired, so... Well, here's the thing, too, I'm realizing right now, right? Like, if you look at your brother... Yeah. Not your brother, the writer's brother. Yes. He seems to be lazy. He's lying about going to school. Uh, really, there's no okay. um, expectations of him. Okay. It seems like, right? Yeah. And look, but look at the kind of person he is. That's what, Oh, yeah. And now look at yourself... 
and all the expectations put on you by your grandmother, mm-hmm. and you are going to be far more of a more capable human being mm-hmm. because of these. Mm-hmm. And so I understand the, the writer's frustration at like, oh, he's getting away with not doing anything. Yeah, girl, and but he's going to be just at, like your dad. But also, exactly. He's not fucking there. And so I don't, you know... I'm not saying that it's cool that your brother is like this. Yeah, there is. Oh, life is not fair. There but is no fairness here. I wouldn't here. worry or I wouldn't... Like, do you really want his life? Do you want to be someone yeah. who lies about going to college uh, or yeah. is doing nothing, playing video games all day and getting away with, like, yeah. being lazy? The thing about the lying about going to college... It's another way to look at it, you know? If, if, if the college thing was, like, you have to go to college so I pay for your car and he's lying just to keep up appearances so that he doesn't miss out on something... That's one thing. But if he's, like, lying about going to college and going through the whole extra, like, I'm going to drive to go somewhere and be gone for these six hours a day or whatever, to me, it's... Who knows this brother's perspective of things, but he might feel like a failure. Oh, he does. You know? He might feel like I'm fucking it up, and he might be depressed about it. And the small comfort of, like, your grandma's covering his gas or his insurance or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah... Like, I know that that seems so unfair right now, but in the grand scheme of the things that he feels like he's fucking up at and that he's not happy with, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a fair trade-off. Um, what you're going to learn, I think, is that you're 17, so you got, like, what, one more year of coasting this shit out, start saving up some money. Could also be graduated. Could be graduated. Be That's true. You know, in October. I think I, if I were you... I would try not to let this resentment get to the point where you're just like, well, I fucking can't stand my grandma and I can't stand him and I just have to be... Just, you're in this house, go to your room, have your space, have your time, work the jobs that you need to work to save up the money you want, and then start the beginning of your I'm life. I'm not saying your grandma's going about this in the best way, especially when no. she said, like, oh, that's all you save. Like, that's not... Clearly, I think your grandma does have some room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what would help is like understanding that it does seem like she wants you to succeed. Mm-hmm. And that by placing these expectations and, and sort of having this uh, for you uh, is a way to help you be more capable than I what wish, your brother is right I wish now. that I had had the vocabulary to have calmer conversations with my parents when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Because I think that if I had come to my parents and said, um, I understand the perspective of why you're doing this thing. This is how I'm feeling about it. And I'm just wondering if we can like meet halfway. Just like very calm. Just like I'm aware of what's going on. This is how it seems. This is how it feels. But also like I have an appreciation for what you're doing. So I just want us to have a conversation. Now, granted, adults are all over the place. So some will be like, why are you even talking to me like this? You're the child. Like this is disrespectful, right? Yeah. And you'll get a gauge for that. You know your grandma better than we do. Um, but I think that just approaching things and not like I want to scream and cry and fight about it. Just in a, this is what I'm noticing and I'm trying to do my best. Just want to let you know that, like, I see that you really want me to, you know, be X, Y, Z. And you really want to me to have these skills. And so I just want to let you know that I see that and I appreciate it. Uh, but also I'm doing my best. And sometimes I feel like you don't think I'm doing enough or that I'm not doing, you know, whatever it is. And try to have an honest conversation with your grandma. It's worth it. It's worth a try. And worst case scenario, you ride this shit out until you're 18. You go get some fucking roommates. You move out into an apartment. You have all the grown-up experiences that you're going to have. And don't let that resentment for your brother and what, and what he's getting away with reside too deep into you. Because I think that Keith was exactly right. That it's like your brother has to live his path. The things that are coddled, you know, are going to maybe not give the... The, the great result that your grandma or you have thought that it has done for whatever. And I just think, remember that your life gets to be completely different than the adults around you. So hold on to that. Read a lot of books this summer. Get a summer job. Save up your money. And, uh, and let your brother be in whatever. If anything, there's maybe... There's a comparison happening between there her is and her a comparison. And I think that is where... Yeah. A lot of your frustrations are. It's like, why is he getting to get away with not working yeah. as hard as me? Yeah. And. Yeah. I mean, you can I ask the question. I think you should understand answer. that because you're being held to a higher standard, you're going to be better off for mm-hmm. it. And I know you're young and 17 and you just hate all authority at this point. <laughs> yes. But. We'll go on for a while, I believe. Yeah. So. 
Uh, all you can do is what you can do. You're saving yeah. up the money that you can save for the car. You're working. But don't come home and uh, you're going to burn yourself out coming home and looking at him in disgust and be like, oh, I'm at work all day. And he fucking has a part-time job. He plays video games all day. Okay, and he's going to be living there forever. Is that the trade-off you want? To live forever in a house where you're made to feel like you aren't doing enough? Nah. I would just say don't carry so much of that into the next part of your life because you're going to beat yourself up and have so much anxiety and you get to parent yourself however you want. If anything, I also, I mean, I don't know much about your brother and like your relationship with him. Maybe it's completely you like at odds. You also had a tough upbringing. I mean, you had a tough upbringing. Two different sets of parents. Both of you. Mother's in and out of and prison. He also, you said, father's kind of absent. You said, first raised of all, by a grandma. Your, like, your dad's absent. It's but not he, surprising that he has a rough time adjusting to yeah. growing up, you know? Your dad seems to be absent, but he also raised him more than his own dad. So there's a different right. experience there mm. of feeling not wanted, probably feeling not that you don't you'll ha- you have no idea what's going on in his head. And so and maybe your grandma's even aware of that. Maybe your grandma feels guilty for that. Who knows? There's so many possibilities for why this might be going on. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I would also if you have it in you, maybe try to connect with your brother and just see what's going on with him. Maybe he's fucking depressed. Yeah. Maybe he's going through it. Maybe you guys can actually be a, a bonded kind of unit could be also you could inspire him a little bit must be young and just i understand the desire to not want to do anything yeah especially if you're not forced and if you're able to get away with it yeah why would you not yeah i mean people eventually the the fact that you're frustrated in the situation you're in tells me that you're not going to stay in that house for very long and you're going to move on to the next portion of your life relatively sooner than he is and he can be spoiled all day and have things paid for him all day but he's going to suffer because, knock on wood, unfortunately, listen, no one's around forever. So one day, grandma's going grandma's gonna to be gone. And what's he going to do? Yeah. You know? So you're set, just set yourself up for the life that you want. Empathize with him. Understand that everything that's happening around you and to you is not... Um, it might not be deserved, but ultimately there, it's for you in some kind of way. And that once you get out of your home and you move on to the next phase of your life, you get to live exactly how you want. It might not be easy, but ultimately you're going to have a more well-rounded understanding of yourself and what you're capable of. And you're going to get to that a lot quicker at 17 than your brother is. Mm -hmm. But listen, with your little Virgo and your little Taurus in your ass, don't try to be too, don't try to be too, um, spend less time being so critical of what everyone else is doing and be more within yourself to understand that all you can do is control you and, and, uh, and that the way you do things is not inherently better than other people. It's just different. So next question. Oh, quick, to be 17, quick short one. to be 17 again, girl. Whew. This is kind of funny. We'll yes. round it out with this. Why don't I listen is the subject. Oh, well, you're probably Megan, a fucking water sign. This is Fire directly sign, addressed to you. I'm not even mentioned. Scorpio. Megan, I'm a female Scorpio. Bitch, I fucking knew. With a Cancer moon. Oh, fuck. And my rising is Taurus. It's funny you said Pisces, though. And I just had my entire ass, heart, and soul broken by a Pisces man. (laughs) Of course you did. You're Scorpio. It's part of our lives. It's what happens to us. This is what happens when I don't listen to you. Oh, no. I mean, I do it consistently. I'm still trying, you know, trying to fuck around with Pisces. I'm never veering off your path again. (laughs) This is my path. (laughs) XOXO from a stupid bitch. You know how many Pisces (laughs) have broken my fucking heart? I can think of at least three right now. Like, Well, why do you keep dating Pisces? I can't help it, girl. That's the common denominator, girl. I th- I have a I have a belief that most like charming but shitty producer men are Pisces or water signs. Scorpios are Pisces. Um, okay, so what is the fucking question? I think it was just a Oh, just an observation, an observation that I'm, 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 I'm her, her heart was broken. Listen. She didn't listen to you because she dated a Pisces and you ended up breaking okay, her heart. Okay. Well, listen, this is the nicest thing I'm going to say about Pisces. So, <laughs> I know they talk a lot of shit about Pisces and like blah, 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 but at the end of the day, it could have been a fucking Sagittarius. It could be a Taurus. It could have been a Libra. It, if it's not a person who wants the same thing that you do and you're not being honest with yourself about how long you're staying in something that doesn't suit you, it's going to end horribly regardless. So it is what it is. You're attracted to what you're attracted to, but them being a Pisces isn't why it fucking ended. You being a Scorpio isn't why you don't listen. 
it makes it harder for you because you're a fucking stubborn little ass bench. Um, but there's a lot of power in being a Scorpio. What sign is a Scorpio? Is it a fire sign? It's a water sign. But oh, it's a water sign. It's a water sign, but you know, low key, I think it's secretly a fire sign. It's a boiling it's water. Got, yeah, it's a bo- it's a deep water. <laughs> it's um, a roiling. It's a dark hot water. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, fuck as many Pisces as you want. Fall in love with Pisces all day, every day. Just the only thing you can do is is um, be honest with yourself about what you want and why you're in things and also realize that things will end outside of your control, which is very hard for a Scorpio to understand because oh, we want to control everything. I didn't realize that the, do you know what the opposite sign of a Scorpio is? Capricorn. No. Taurus. Taurus. Oh yeah, no, it is because me and my mom. Gemini is the opposite of Sagittarius. Cancer is the opposite to Capricorn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Does that yeah. mean we don't get along? I don't think it means that you don't get along. I just think that my ex and I were it, I know Capricorn Cancer. Probably there I think that there's good and bad in it. It's like you're different in certain ways and that can either help you grow or it can trigger you. I think it helped me grow. Yeah. So I admired her a lot. Yeah. I still admire her. Yeah, exactly. So I think that there's there's good in all of that, but yeah, Taurus right, is. Alright, we gotta wrap this up. Okay, yeah, I gotta go. I gotta I'm, use get, I'm getting a facial. You gotta bad. pee again? Jesus no. Christ. I gotta pee. Let me pee first. Um, okay, yeah. okay, I want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon BBs. Listen, again, you can email us roommatepod at gmail.com if you need advice, if you want us to go in on that ass. But I also want to give a shout out to patreon.com slash adventures in roommating where you can donate a dollar more per month and it helps support the show, keep this puppy medicated on CBD and keep uh, coffee in Keith's stomach so he can pee it out in the middle of all of our episodes. We have Brett Newdick Newman, who is the official sponsor of this episode, who shows up every week, who makes it happen, Boom. who is just a gem and a little love. Margo, are you tippy-tapping? No, that's me, girl. I'm just oh. shaking in my chair so oh, I can so distract myself. We have Andrew, I want to kiss your eyelids, Shiree. We have Ricardo, I want to wrap you in a, in a hug. Barajas, we have Sam, it's too much, Brodera. We have Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez, and it's time for the tuckening. We have Sarah McCoy, Kat Cotto, Dean Downer, Tessa Violet, Daniel Leonard, Teresa Morales, Kate. I'm giving a shout-out to our $1, uh, Sarah Hobie. Shout-out to you. Hoagie? Hobie. Oh. Like Baywatch. Do you like call, what song. do you call? A sub. Subs? You call them subs? Heroes? Grinders. Grinders? Not Hoagies? Hoagies. It's all in the same. I can never keep track of like what is an actual like Midwest Michigan thing because I feel like literally within Michigan, people, if it's north or south, they fucking Depends. speak. Yeah. Who cares? Whatever. Everyone's it's pop. That's all I know. And uh, <laughs> listen, you can find me making touches on most things. I appreciate you. Find me Keith without a crew on Instagram, Keith WA crew on Twitter. Share, share whatever episode, if it's today's or others, with at least one friend uh, and, and bring new BBs into the family. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Good night and yeah. goodbye. Yeah.